This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Matt Piper in New York. The House is expected to vote this hour on whether to hold former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows in contempt of Congress. CBS's Stacey Lynn. He is in contempt of Congress. Representative Liz Cheney is the vice chair of the January 6th committee investigating the Capitol attack. January 6th was without precedent. This body must investigate the facts in detail. And we are entitled to ask Mr. Meadows about the non-privileged materials he has produced to us. If they vote in favor of contempt, charges, the case gets referred to the Department of Justice, which will make its own determination. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. Washington, D.C.'s Attorney General Carl Racine is suing some of those who were involved in the attack that day. Among those hit with a civil suit, the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, and more than 30 people Racine accuses of planning, promoting, and participating in the attack on Congress. The District of Columbia and its residents have chosen to speak truth through this filing. Racine says he intends to hit the organizers in their wallets to dismantle their ability to strike again. The images of that shameful and contemptible day can never be erased. Racine said money recovered will go to victims and their families, including law enforcement officers. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. If you got a Johnson & Johnson vaccine, CBS's Alexander Tin says you may need a booster for the booster. Recipients of Johnson & Johnson's vaccine who got a single COVID-19 booster shot may need a third dose to match the protection of boosted Pfizer and Moderna recipients. That's according to early findings shared today by government-funded scientists in Massachusetts. One of several studies released today testing antibodies from vaccinated people against mock-ups of the Omicron variant. And that variant appears to be making some have second thoughts about holiday travel. One of the major players in online hotel reservations says it's seen a significant change. Hotel? Trivago. Trivago says a lot of people are canceling, up 35% since November, and the number of people planning new travel is down 10%. Overall activity normally spiking right now has only gone up 4%. Two years ago before the pandemic, activity increased by more than 34%. Steve Futterman, CBS News. To Kentucky, where Governor Andy Bashir is asking people to donate unwrapped gifts for kids who lost everything in recent tornadoes. No one. What a difficult Christmas this is going to be uh, for them. Let's shower these kids in gifts. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has been ordered to return millions of dollars in book proceeds. The Dow lost 107, NASDAQ down 176. This is CBS News. CBS correspondent Allison Keyes goes deep into social justice issues across the nation on Kaleidoscope, a new podcast from CBS Audio. New episodes every Monday. What's all the buzz about nasal irrigation and navage, navage, navage? And should I try it? Here's the science. Airborne germs invade through your nose. It's the body's air filter for trapping allergens and viruses. When your nose gets clogged, it's less effective and germs multiply. Eventually, your immune system can get overwhelmed and you get sick. Nasal irrigation is an effective, all-natural way to clean your nose. It's not a drug. It's more like plumbing. Saline goes in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out mucus and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage to make cleaning your nose easy. It's the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage pulls out the bad stuff so you can breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. At Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and Walmart, or go to Navage.com for a free gift with purchase. Over 2 million sold. 
Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. A soap star sues. Variety says longtime general hospital star Ingo Rademacher, known to his fans as Jasper Jacks, has filed a lawsuit against ABC. My world doesn't revolve around yours, so stay the hell out of my family business. The actor argues he was discriminated against when he was let go after he was denied a religious exemption for the COVID vaccine and refused to comply with the mandate. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. CBS's James Brown gets inducted into the Sports Broadcasting Hall of Fame tonight. A winner of three Emmy Awards, Brown has been a fixture of NFL Sundays since 1994 and has hosted the Super Bowl show a record 10 times. Before then, he was reporting on baseball, hockey, the Olympics, and more. Following a collegiate basketball career at Harvard, Brown first worked at places like Xerox and Kodak before getting into the world of TV sports broadcasting. Matt Piper, CBS News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. It really is remarkable. There's more than 400,000 members now who have shared more than $4 billion in medical bills, so they can handle your bills too. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th, they'll waive your new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second, but call and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline, December 15th. So call now and you'll save even more. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. This is Lacrosse Talk PM, where your voice matters. Your chance to weigh in on the issues important to you, where you control the content where no topic is off limits. Annoyed by something? Have some constructive criticism? Do you have solutions to fix the problems that plague us? We want to hear from you. Weigh in with your comments on the talk and text line at 785-7914. Now, your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. Welcome to another day of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you want to get in here, do so now or at the bottom half of the hour. Coming up in a couple of minutes here, I'm going to have Grace Shrope on. Helicopter rides this week, this weekend, this week at the Rotary Lights. I slipped the, the name slipped by me almost. Uh, Rotary Lights, uh, beginning Thursday. I think they run through Sunday. And uh, we're going to talk about that with Grace a little bit. She works for... Lake Superior helicopters. Uh, they're out of Duluth, and uh, they do more than just helicopter rides. A little bit more, but uh, talk about you know what it's like riding in a helicopter. Who can and can't go, and and just uh, maybe what you know if you want to be a helicopter pilot, they actually do that too. So it might be interesting for those uh, that see helicopters out there, are kind of infatuated with them. Uh, you you could actually maybe be doing this. Should be pretty cool. Um, 608-785-7914. Uh, let me turn. I should turn the text line on. I keep forgetting to do that. I'm 
Uh, I have a couple of other things. <laughs> just just kind of rant. It's going to be a random day of things to talk about, which usually is, is kind of the most fun. We just talk about, um, you know, what the, all the things that are that are going on in in the state around the world. Really, I I've been reading. I haven't been reading. I didn't read the Time Person of the Year story on Elon Musk, but I. The phone line, the phone line number one, always kind of just sucks. It's there, Eric. I gotta. Well, working on the phones, trying to talk, working on the phones. But I'll just go to the phones. I wanted to talk about Time Person of the Year a little bit, not not literally the Time Person of the Year, but just in general. But number three is calling in. Uh, hey, number three. I, I uh, hopefully I didn't hang up on you. I think I hung up on Eric accidentally because line oh, number no. one. Line number well, one is a little fuzzy. You, you can't insult me by hanging up because yeah. you know I'll always call back. Yeah, right? I, I know that. And line number one is is fussy lately, so Eric's calling. So I try to put him on hold, and then I hit the hold button, then it hangs up on him. But anyway, Ooh, Eric's going to be mad. Anyway, I'm all alone in here. <laughs> before you talk about too many helicopter rides, there's going to be about sixty-five to seventy mile an hour winds coming up. Yeah, that's tomorrow though, right? So yeah, it might be might be interesting to to look at. I'll, I'll have to grab the weather forecast here for for. Well, I Thursday. just heard it's going to be dark tonight and light tomorrow. Yeah, and I did from get six a.m. to six p.m., sixty-five mile an hour winds tomorrow. Well, that'll make. If, I mean, if it was if we were doing helicopter rides, then that would make it pretty interesting, right? Yeah. When is one of the rides? Thursday they begin. So oh, think, well, maybe we we'll just have a tailwind by then. Otherwise, yeah. be careful out there. Yeah, you ever ride in a helicopter? No, no, no. Well, that sounds like you never want to. I, I, you would want to, right? If somebody said, "Hey, jump in this helicopter." No, because when they go down, they go straight down. Oh, okay. There's, <laughs> There's no, no gliding with a helicopter. I had a few buddies that were pilots over in Vietnam. Oh, okay. They, when they go down, they go down. Are they Are they still around, your buddies? Oh yeah, yeah, they're still around. Well, we should talk to them about piloting helicopters in Vietnam. Are they good? Do they got some stories? Yeah, they got a little cushion to sit on that was the bulletproof part. Yeah. It's, it's just to protect your hind end. Otherwise, the plane was just, you know, they come back with bullet holes in them. Yeah, I mean, it might be an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. I would I would be up for it. Let me know. You would, well, one's in Oklahoma and the other one's in Texas. I've got a phone. <laughs> I've got a phone. I call people all the time all over the place. My dad was on a Navy ship during Vietnam, so he was... Oh. Okay. In the boiler room. Right. So his story is probably not as fun, although he does have some fun stories. I don't know if they're appropriate for the air. but well, uh, I had fun stories when I belonged to the Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, my friend. All it was right. nice to hear you take a call tonight. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for the call. Um, that was number three. Uh, all right. Eric's now on this line. Eric, go ahead. Uh, yes, I got a question for you. I read in the Lacrosse Tribune Sunday's paper, Building Permits, City of Lacrosse, 905 Joseph Huska Drive, new commercial building, $59 million. Do you have any idea what that is for? 905 Huska Drive. I don't know. Keep keep reading? Is it, Wouldn't it be in the story? <laughs> it's in building permits section of it. City of La Crosse, 905 Joseph Huska Drive, new commercial building, $59 million. Um, would that be the Bethany Lutheran I'm home? Asking. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Well, you're the one that's got the story. I I, it's not a story. It's a listing in the, in the building permits in La Crosse City. Oh, somebody selling a building for $95 million? $95 million? The city of Cross bought a building down there for 95 commercial property for 95 
Oh, probably wastewater treatment plant or something. 59. That's what I kind of thought at first. That's why I'm asking you. I don't know. Maybe you can find out. Okay. All right. Thanks. Just uh, looking at the listings. I, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I don't know what you're looking at. Uh, but there is a wastewater treatment plant over there. They're trying to update that, right? And maybe that's maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Number three, maybe number three is going to know. Number three, you 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 know what they're buying here? Well, no, I think they to fix up the poop plant down there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're okay. they're ex- they're either expanding or or well, they're renovating it. I think they probably expanded a little bit too. Yeah, they worked on it all last summer and next summer. So I'm sure that's what it is. Otherwise, it slipped through my radar. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, not a lot slips by your radar when the city spends money on something over uh, a couple no. thousand bucks. Okay, thank you. Yeah, see ya. All right, Eric, I hope that helped. I'm, I'm, the, that's the theory, wastewater treatment plant. There's not a lot to, to Huska Park there, and, and that would be it, unless they are expanding the dog park for hundreds, what, tens of millions of dollars? I don't know if you said 59 or 95, but, uh, man, if we have a $59 million dog park, better be some cool trick, things to do tricks on in there. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk helicopters and helicopter rides and rotary lights what it's going to be like and and uh if you want to be a helicopter pilot what what that's going to take as well all right welcome back to lacrosse talk pm 608-785-7914 if you want to text me do so right now if you got questions about the helicopter rides that are going to take place at rotary lights in downtown lacrosse here beginning thursday and going through Sunday, Grace Shrope, she's the marketing, she's in marketing and uh, sales director at Lake Superior Helicopters. They're out of Duluth. Uh, you just fly those things down, Grace, or do you put them on a semi truck and drive them down? Yes, we do. We bring a trailer, we drive it down, and then we we do fly the aircraft as well. All right, so because that be the, the, obviously the makes most the most sense just to fly them down. But I don't know how many people you can fit, and how many how many helicopters will there just be one helicopter? Just one for the weekend, yes. Okay, and um, I'll just throw this out there. Thursday through Sunday, uh, there's two different rides. So there's a two-mile ride for $49 and a five-mile ride for $79. I didn't I, – I guess I could have looked quick, but the, the time frame, do you know about the time frame for each of those rides? Yeah, so it's going to be from 5 until about 9 p.m., so once it gets dark. Oh, yeah, but how about when, when, I'm, when I'm in the chopper? Like how long, how long will I be up there? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a little less than a mile per minute. So, you know, roughly two mile around two minutes, five mile around five minutes. Okay. And, um, do you take requests or do you have to go the same route? Like if, if there's a little kid up there, he looks pretty, you know, pretty cute. You kind of want to, Oh, he wants to fly over here. We'll do that. (laughs) We're definitely doing the same route. (laughs) Um, so what is the, I guess, what are the, the big, you know, big curiosities people have. They're probably waiting uh, to jump in. Do you, do you, is it just the, the straight up, I've never ridden in a helicopter before. Am I going to get sick? Is that kind of the, the main question you get? A lot of people are worried about that. Um, I would say that a helicopter ride is definitely more mild than an airplane ride. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, I'm afraid of heights. So I get motion sickness. But truthfully, um, more than not, people don't experience any of that, even if they're more likely prone to it. And and if you get sick, you just throw your head out the, the side door there and, and go all over the people at Rotary Lights, right? Is that how that'll work? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, you probably have some kind of sick bags in there or something. Um, 
Yeah, I guess. And and when you guys, you, you do you guys do this a lot with uh, light holiday lighting displays? Do you do you kind of go? Do you go all over, or is this unique to lacrosse? Yeah. So besides doing Bentleyville and Duluth, um, lacrosse is pretty much the only other Christmas lights display that we'll do. Yeah, because it seems it seems a little different, right? Because you're going to it's going to be dark out, so kind of the only thing. Although I think I think just seeing the the overlay of the city at night is probably still a pretty cool thing. Yeah, it's super cool for sure. Um, now, you guys at, out of Lake Superior Helicopters, out of Duluth, you you know I think the other thing that that's kind of cool that you do is is helicopter. You you train people to become pilots. I, I feel like is that something you have to do through the military, or is that something you can do uh, just in general? Yeah, so you could do that as, you know, a VA student or you could do it as a civilian student, um, either or. Uh, we do that through partnership with Lake Superior College, and you can get, you know, private commercial ratings as well as instrument, certified flight instructor, and certified flight instructor instrument. Would you say this is a pretty hard thing to attain, a helicopter license? Um, it's definitely a lot of work. Um, it's an important job, but, you know, you can do it and less than two years, and we have actually a 100% employment rate of all of our graduates. Oh, really? Okay, two, so less than two years. And uh, how long, Grace, before I get to, you know, before I'm in a helicopter? Because I want to be, be in one if I'm, if I'm training. I want to be in one pretty quick because otherwise uh, I'm in the helicopter. I, actually, I don't want to do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could get you a, in a helicopter as soon as you want. We actually do discovery flights for people interested in our program. Otherwise, you can book a tour you know, as soon as you want. What's the job market like? With most helicopter pilots, uh, they're not all working for, uh, you know, Lake Superior helicopters, but are, is it more doing like EMT for, for hospitals, ER, stuff like that? Or are there a lot of different avenues for, for being a helicopter pilot? Yeah. So believe it or not, helicopters are in many different industries. I mean, you could do tourism, right? You can do instruction and education, but you can do, you know, crop dusting for agriculture, EMS pilots for medical services. You could do corporate flying. You could actually do ENG pilot, which would be, you know, working in Hollywood, filming movies, gathering news, stuff like that. So pretty much across the board, you name it, there's there's a helicopter there somewhere. Um, how long have you guys been coming to do rotary lights? I know you, you. I don't believe you were able to do it last year because of COVID. Do you know how many years you've been coming down here? I want to say it's been at least three, maybe four or five. Okay, and um, so tomorrow you're not going to be here tomorrow, but we're getting we're getting like weather news. I, I had a caller remind me, and it was a good good thing he called me. Like we're going to get like 50, 60 mile per hour winds tomorrow. Would you have you would probably have to cancel if that was the case during uh, during the rides, right? Right, yeah. So we don't fly if it's unsafe to fly. Um, that would kind of depend. We're always checking and monitoring the weather, whether that be, you know, day of and then also, you know, minute to minute while we're on the ground. Um, so, yeah, we'll fly if we can. And if we can't, obviously, um, you know, full refunds for anyone that would be affected by that. Do you Have you been monitoring this at all heading into Thursday? Do you, or, or will you just wait until, you know, right up until the day because the, the weather is so finicky? Yeah, uh, the weather is super finicky. We deal with this every day. You know, we do tours year-round, and we've come to find that, you know, you can't just take the the prediction for what it is. So uh, we do have plans on coming down, you know, no matter what. Um, and then, you know, if we can't fly, we can't fly. But usually we're able to fly, you know, at least part of the day if the weather's not great. Sure. We're speaking with Grace Shrope. She's the creative marketing and sales director at Lake Superior Helicopters.
Uh, helicopter rides coming to Rotary Lights Thursday through Sunday. Uh, Two-mile rides, five-mile rides. And, you know, I guess where do do I get to sit in the front seat if I'm going on one of these rides? And is there is there always more than one person on the tour? Or is it will it sometimes just be one other person? Yeah, so we do have a minimum booking requirement of two passengers just for general weight and balance. Um, so if you are a single passenger that would like to do a tour, we do have, you know, couples already booked on those tours, so you'd be able to do that. Unlike normally, it would be difficult to find somebody else to go with you during the same time. But we're actually super busy this weekend, so we have, you know, spots available for couples, trios, um, single passengers, um, anybody. Now, yeah, you mentioned that. There's If people want to get on, get hook up and get a ride, they have to do so pretty quick, right? These are these these reservations are filling up pretty quickly. Yeah, so we're completely sold out on Friday. Um, we have a lot of openings on Thursday and Sunday, and we have a couple left to grab on Saturday. Um, but if you do know that you want to fly, I would highly recommend you pre-book online, and you can just do that at LakeSuperiorHelicopters dot com. Otherwise, you can give us a call during business hours at two one eight four six one two eight five seven, and we can get you booked up. Um, we might have some, you know, ones available at the event, but that just kind of comes down to, like you mentioned, whether, um, you know, we could shut down early, we could start early. It just kind of depends on the day and, and what that looks like. Yeah, I hit book now for the two-mile ride on uh, on your website. The, so the Thursday is in yellow and, fr- and Saturday, Sunday are in green. Does yellow mean like we're getting close to uh, not having any times? So I guess I could keep going through the booking here. <laughs> Yellow is probably just the soonest date on there. Oh, okay. I just oh, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm clicking times available. One time available for Thursday at five ten p.m. to eight forty p.m. I guess I don't know how that works. Um, right. So yeah, they're going fast. If anybody's interested, um, we see lots of bookings every single day. So um, definitely want to book now if you haven't already. Yeah, and people, it's not like you you walk up to the helicopter and give the, give the guy a 50 and go, hey. <laughs> it sounds like the, it, it, this is going to book up by the time uh, you guys are down here, especially after yeah. the popularity of this show. It's going to book right up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you still have openings. Uh, but but when, when I asked, uh, you know, if I'm jumping in, am I going to ride front seat, back seat? Is that random? Because I, I think I would want to ride front seat, but is it, I, I don't know, what, are, what what do you think? Um, it depends on the weight and balance of the aircraft. So your ground crew will direct you into what seat um, you're designated to sit in. However, you'd be really surprised. Uh, the view is pretty phenomenal regardless because you can see right through that front window just like you would, you know, in a car, if not better, because it's kind of like a surround viewing because you're in the little bubble. So, Yeah, and if I'm in the front seat, you know, will the pilot let me take the stick just for a second or not? Not really. <laughs> not this time. If you do a discovery flight, you can actually take controls for a little bit. Okay, and discovery flights, that's up in Duluth. You guys do those out of Duluth? Yeah, that'll be our intro into our flight training, so you can book that. Oh, um, yeah, okay. That, yeah, that makes sense. Um, now, you do you do two tours out of Duluth. I know there's a lot of waterfalls kind of on the nor- up, up north of there. Is that kind of what the tour is like when you go uh, through your company up in Duluth? Yeah, so we have a 15-mile aerial tour, which will take you around the city of Duluth. Uh, We have a 30-mile North Shore tour that will take you around the city and then a little bit up the North Shore. And then we have a 60-mile ultimate tour that will take you around the city, up the North Shore, and then also down and around Jay Cook State Park. And then you'll see some waterfall action down there. 
Okay, yeah, because I mean Duluth isn't a whole lot different than what lacrosse looks like with the bluffs and all that. But there's there's a little bit more scenery, I think, a little up there, and actual natural scenery. Yeah, it's super beautiful, for sure. Um, now, if I'm sitting in the back, I'm on the helicopter ride. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like the 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 huge door is wide open. I'm just thinking like a there's probably not a huge door that I get to lean out and take pictures, right? Not in the winter. In the summer, we will do doors off. That's actually an upgrade that we can do. Um, I wouldn't recommend putting your head outside the aircraft because we're moving pretty fast, but uh, it is nice to feel the breeze sometimes when it's not super cold. Yeah, that would be cool in the, in the summer. Now, you guys will be here for um, River Fest. Is that what you're coming back for? Yes, and we do that pretty much every summer. Okay, and, and if you're in, in town for Riverfest, are you opening the doors where I can... I mean, I'm not hanging yeah. out. The, I feel like I'm not hanging out. You're probably going to strap me in a seatbelt where I can't hang out the door. Yes. I'm just yes, thinking but like... you can have the door off at Riverfest. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, and then those tours, those tours happen during the day. So there's a, are they a little bit longer during, uh, during Riverfest? Yeah, usually we'll have about a 10-mile option. So double that five-mile um, nothing too, too long, but um, long enough to get the experience. And then what is, let's, let's just break it down. I mean, you've probably done this in the past. So what is the Rotary Lights tour, like the two-mile tour? Are we just, uh, are we just taking a, a quick run around the whole lighting display, or are we going outside of uh, maybe the park a little bit? Yeah, so for the bright, the bright lights two-mile, you will fly around the lights and around Riverside Park. And then for the five-mile um, you'll go around Riverside Park, the Lights, the Mississippi River, and then Barron Island as well. Okay, is uh, is landing and taking off kind of kind of a, a different experience too, or is that pretty smooth? It's super smooth. Like you can't even feel it because it's so light. When you think in terms of aircraft, the helicopter is just so much smaller. Yeah, but I want an experience. Maybe I'll ask if I get <laughs> if I get on one of these. I'll ask the 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 pilot if he can you know make it more interesting. Some turns for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Grace Shrope. She works for Lake Superior Helicopters. They're going to be here Thursday through Sunday. But like you said, Saturday's already booked up. So if people want to get on, right, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Grace. Yes. Yeah, you'll want to book right away. Uh, we actually do have some availability on Saturday. We're sold out on Friday. Oh, but so yeah, you'll definitely want to book right away. Okay, thanks. Sold out Friday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, Grace. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right. Grace Schroep, Lake Superior Helicopters. That sounds like fun. I I would I would probably it would probably be a little. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be enough. I I guess I've never been in a helicopter before, but I think uh, I would just want the 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 most gigantic experience I could get. Uh, but there are two options: a two mile and a five mile option. Sounds like they go about a mile a minute, so it's like a two minute ride, right? Um, all right, we'll be back. Brad's got to do the news before that. Scott's coming. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. But I don't know what song. I can never recall song names, so I just type Burl or Andy Williams. Go old school. 608 785 7914. I have like 70, I have about 75 tabs open. It's one of them days where I knew I was going to talk helicopters. Beyond that, we'll see what happens. But the, uh, Time Magazine uh, just recently, we were talking about that for just a little bit. They they named Elon Musk the Time Person of the Year. I mean, last year they named, I believe, unless I got it wrong, they believe I believe they named Joe Biden 
and Kamala Harris, the uh, time people of the year, I guess. I, I should pull up a list, but, uh, you know, so not, not super exciting that year either. At, at least this one makes a little bit, probably a little bit more of a backlash, which, which is maybe how they want that to go so that you, you're, you're, you're mad. I don't, I don't know a whole lot of people that'd be super happy about Elon Musk being the time person of the year. Two years ago, it was Greta Thunberg. I have a, I have a list up now. Um, three years ago, it was the guardians and the war on truth. Man, there's that Donald Trump, 2016. I'm just, I'm pulling out Pope Francis, 2013, Barack Obama, 2012, Zuckerberg, 2010, Vladimir Putin, 2007. <laughs> Just a, oh, Jeff Bezos, 1999. That's way back. But, uh, yeah, I think the, the whole point for, for them to, not the whole point, but the idea here is to to steal headlines, grab the clicks, get the attention. What? You named, because Elon Musk, I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the criteria, too, for who that person should be, it's, I, th- I think maybe the impact he has and not so much the kind of person that he is. Um, at least they didn't name Jeff Bezos. That would have been really bad if they had named if they had named Jeff Bezos the time person of the year right after these tornadoes. And if you've heard anything about the Amazon plant in Illinois, um, not that it's directly Jeff Bezos' fault. You don't just go right to the top. But um, the guy that was texting his girlfriend that they wouldn't let them leave the plant whatever you want to call the Amazon building. I don't know if they're not really making things there. Right. So is it a plant? Um, that would have been, that would have been interesting. Probably been a little bit more backlash if it was Jeff Bezos, but both of these guys are just blowing money. They have so much money to blow that they're, they're, you know, Hey, let's go to, let's see what uh, space is like. Let's try to do that as if that's ever going to happen in their lifetime. I guess we've got to start somewhere. If we want to go to Mars, we've got to start at some point. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, and I'm talking like 50 years that we'll be going to Mars. I just I don't I don't know, but we did do the space show last week. So six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk of text. Like Gary Podesky, who's headed to the Central game, Central boys basketball playing tonight. Um, but he did text in that. Uh, he's uh, so I, he's on the county board. So I asked him if anything was interesting on the county board agenda. They have a Thursday meeting. He said not a whole lot of uh, real exciting stuff, but uh, he wasn't exactly sure. And Eric Eric called in about uh, the city's supposedly spending uh, tens of millions of dollars on some land, but it's it's by the weight wastewater treatment plant. So uh, that's kind of what that is for. Uh, this other thing that I saw in the news. I don't know. It, it's starting. It's starting to gain steam, but I saw it this weekend, and I was like, "Wow, that's really interesting." And I and I, uh, it really sad. A sad, interesting thing. It's kind of. It kind of came parallel to Elon Musk being named Time Person of the Year, which kind of shows where we are as a society. Where we name this this guy who uh, Elon Musk. He, he doesn't own a home. I think there was some. There was some weird facts about him from this. Uh, I don't know if you just want to go to the bullet points. Uh, the richest man in the world. He doesn't own a home. He just started selling off uh, his stocks. If you if you notice that, uh, at one point I think he and not that he did this in the past year, but we were talking about it some time ago. Oh, last week uh, with with Bob Meyer, 
how he's you know he's he's hurling satellites into the into the atmosphere or into space. I, I think he did that with one of his Tesla cars at one point, just kind of a publicity stunt. You know, you have too much money when for advertising and publicity, you're just hurling cars into space. Feel like it's also littering. Should there be uh, littering fines for throwing stuff into space like that? Um, but on the on the parallel to that, what happened over the weekend in South Dakota uh, was kind of interesting. As we have this multi-billionaire, richest guy in the world named the Person of the Year, they they did at a Sioux Falls Stampede hockey game. So not not NHL or anything, but. Uh, they did what's called a dash for cash, and I think a lot of people have seen uh, know what dash for cash is. But if you don't, uh, sometimes you'll see a, a person go into a bubble, and uh, a fan will turn on by their feet and blow a bunch of cash in the air. And how much money you can stuff, you know, stuff it in your shirt and your pockets, anywhere you can get it, uh, while you're in this like you know tube, and the and the dollar bills are flying around around you. You try to so they did this, but at a hockey game. First of all, I don't think they did it on the ice, which would have been super interesting. So they didn't do it at the two, but they had a bunch of people out on a platform on the ice. So they didn't do it on the ice. I, I grabbed the Twitter video and I forgot to just double check to make sure that they didn't do this exactly on the ice, but I have 75 tabs open. So, um, and it's just a picture of course, why wouldn't you play the video? Uh, but they, they have these people out and they're, it's a dash for cash, right? All oh, that's all good, but, it's a dash for cash for teachers and they want to essentially you can, you can use this money to spend on teaching stuff. Not, you know, like, so, so it's not just the, you know, you don't get to use this money, however much money you get, you know, you can use it for teaching supplies or whatever. Of course that outraged a lot of people because where we're at in a society that names a billionaire the time person of the year, we're also on the flip side having teachers do dash for cash for school supplies, grabbing what, what they did is they threw out $5,000 worth of $1 bills. And then at a, you know, you get a certain time, these teachers wearing hockey helmets, they weren't bashing into each other. So it wasn't like a, a physical altercation. <laughs> that would have been really interesting and made maybe made more headlines, but they had these teachers, you know, picking up dollar bills to, to spend on their students. The most interesting part of all that is that South Dakota is what they spend on teachers' average salary is last in the nation. <laughs> so they're 50th in the nation, and uh, average teacher salary there is $48,900, so just under $50,000. And then they're 38th in the nation on what the state spends per student, and that's about $11,000, just under $11,000. So it's just a really kind of annoying um bad optics i don't i don't think the the hockey team thought this through but also when you're when you're heading into this you think yeah this would be fun this would be great we're gonna get teachers some extra cash five thousand dollars worth of cash how could that not be great but then (laughs) then after the fact you're like oh as a society we're uh throwing teachers out for uh the public's entertainment at a hockey game and cheering them on as they try to grab dollar bills of all things dollar bills uh, to to use in the classroom. If you're wondering, while South Dakota ranks last in the nation in average teacher salary at fifty nine or forty nine thousand, Wisconsin ranks twenty second uh, for average teacher salary, about ten grand more than South Dakota. So if you live in South Dakota, you might just want to move 
over a state because Minnesota ranks 23rd. They're about 58,000. Wisconsin ranks 22nd, 59,000. Uh, so you're you're gonna make ten grand more. I don't think the cost of living in South Dakota would be that much cheaper than in Wisconsin and Minnesota. You know, if a forty eight fifty eight thousand dollars salary in the Midwest, it probably is not gonna cut it out west, right? It's not gonna cut it in some of the bigger cities, and uh, you know, California, just it's not gonna work. New York, um, and then Wisconsin ranks. In terms of spending on students, while South Dakota's 38th in the nation, Wisconsin, not great. 21st in the nation, spending about $13,000 per student. And Minnesota, just a little bit better, uh, 19th in the nation at $13,800. So they're spending $800 more on students in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, we'd like to at least beat Minnesota in that. That would be nice. So 608-785-7914. Now i got so many tabs open that they all crashed. I'll crash my computer. Good job, computer. You ever do that? You ever have so many tabs open? I got to kill some of these. I got the Huska Park map up. So I had to find out what Eric was talking about. I got too many Elon Musk tabs open. And then this uh, Dash for Cash. I was trying to get some video of this Dash for Cash in South Dakota. But uh, just, it's uh, kind of a, a we're, we're in a weird time, I think. And if you listened on Monday, Mike Hayes played a, a clip of the Democratic Voice. So while we're in this weird time where teachers aren't getting, aren't getting enough money to have to do dash for cash or dollar bills to get school supplies, we're also on the flip side getting into a point where uh, there's not a whole lot of – the unemployment rate is so low, right? Uh, in La Crosse County, I think it's at just under 2% unemployment rate. I think that's La Crosse County. It might be La Crosse, but I'm pretty sure I have that number, I have that number somewhere, but I have too many tabs open. I'm going to start just killing tabs. Um, but 2%, it was hard to fathom. So William Garcia, who hosts the Democratic Voice podcast, he, he kind of sprung that on me. And I was like, what? 2%? I can't. It's hard to believe. And I, sure enough, I looked it up. And it was, it's, at, it's at 2% in, in the cross. And, and what we, we were talking about is the idea that this, there's so little unemployment. The un- unemployment is so low that you if you're not super happy with the job that you have right now, this is the best time to kind of move along because the uh, hiring process companies are, are so, I don't know if, I don't want to call them desperate, but they are, they're trying to up the ante in, in luring you to leave the job that you might not just be really happy about and get you to come to work for them. And part of the thing with uh, the conversation with William too was, uh, maybe 20 years ago or, or more, you know, 20 years ago and more, I should say, it, it probably was a little bit difficult to figure out if you leave your job where you, you know, if you're not getting mistreated and your job is your job, I think, I think a lot of people can understand, oh, I got to go to work and not super excited about it. Unlike me, but you move, you move, you're, you're content with the job that you have, but you want to move on. But you don't know. It's there's that risk, right? That risk of of, of moving on to a job, another job, almost like the helicopter ride. There's this risk. If I want to pay, uh, you know, I was talking to you know, a for, if I want to pay for a helicopter ride, uh, fifty bucks, seventy nine bucks, um, and then I don't like it, I'm gonna be really disappointed. But it's only temporary. It's not permanent. And uh, or or going to school as a helicopter pilot, right? That was the the the, the one question I had for Grace. Is I, I want to if I want to be a helicopter pilot. Well, I'm going to want to know if I want to ride in a helicopter. And she said there is this like 
right away they can they can put you up in a chopper and and you can kind of figure out whether or not you like it. So uh, at least you get to experience what you might be going to school for for two years before you go all in, right? But if you want to change jobs 20 years ago, you go all in. You're going to apply for the job. You're going to go work there. You got to be really, really sure. But you don't know exactly how you're going to feel when you when you work at that new company. But you can, you can go online and kind of read reviews. I don't know if you could sneak into the the building and ask employees at the you know, hey, what is it like to work here? Oh, it's awful. You don't want to work here. Don't ever do it. But you can actually go pretty easily go on on different websites. There's job websites. There's just Facebook pages where you can review stuff and and kind of get a sense that if you want to leave the job that you have, you can kind of get a pretty good sense on what that company that you're going to move to if they want to hire you. And that would be a good time. So it's a good time to do that because unemployment is so low. Jobs, job hirers, uh, job creators, job businesses are are looking, are, are trying every which way to get you to apply, get you into the workforce, get you to move jobs, and at least you have a, a pretty good ability to to look at you know what this company stands for, what it's like to work for this company, and how much. <laughs> How people that work there, at least customer-wise or maybe just employee-wise, if you go to some of them job websites, there's a lot of reviews on what it's like to work at these companies. All right, number three, you're back. Yeah, I hear you're talking about the unemployment rate, about 2 what, 2.5% in La Crosse? It's 1.8 as of October. The latest numbers were October. We always forget when we write up those statistics that 55 to 7% of the people don't want to work. Okay. So it's really more than one and a half percent or two, but we always forget there's always people that don't want to work for a living. So they're not counted as unemployed? No, they're not counted. They dropped out of the system, so they're not in it anymore. Why would they drop out of the system? Because they're not asking for unemployment? Right. Well, they might be getting unemployment. They just ain't looking for a job. Okay. So, uh, well, I don't know. I think if they're taking unemployment, they're counted. Well, that's the thing we got to find out more. Like for for the uh, people that are on homeless and that, are they getting any money from the government? They could be getting eight hundred, twelve hundred dollars a month that we never hear about. You okay. know. Well, why are you throwing that number out there? Well, that's what you hear. Different people are getting. You know, for disability or something. That people that can work that aren't working. So there's always going to be 5 to 7% of the people aren't working in the United States, even though it shows that there's only a 2%. All right. Uh, well, back in... Uh... Those, people, those people have been lost in the shuffle. They're not in the system anymore. It's a bad thing, but that's the way it is, Rick. Okay. Well, back in February of 2021, it was 4%. So we're down to 1.8%. We're so, I mean, whether, whether or not we're counting certain people that don't want to work, as you say... The unemployment is half of more than half of what it was back in February of 2021. Correct. So, I mean, that's that's got to be a good thing, man. You're making this to be a bad thing. Uh, well, you got to look at it two different ways. Okay. Um, I right. always look at it to the negative, the bad way. I think. I mean, yeah. that's the way the kind of guy I am. You're no longer number three. You're negative Nancy. That's what we're going to call you. <laughs> negative what? Negative Nancy. Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> all right, I gotta let you go. Um, all right, I take one more break. <laughs> all right, welcome back to the Carlos Talk PM. 
the most interesting Christmas song, I think, right here. Run DMC. Christmas in the Hollis. Hollis? Chris Mann introduced me to this the last year. Uh, looking at these unemployment stats, I guess, you know, there's there's just a paragraph that, that talks about unemployed unemployed people. Unemployed persons are all persons who had no employment during the reference week, were available for work except for temporary illness and had made specific efforts to find employment sometime during the four-week period ending... Oh, no, tab jumped on me. Thank you, Politico website uh had some time during the four-week period ending in the reference week so looks like maybe somebody that was uh taking unemployment over a four-week time maybe looks like it's i mean it's confusing uh number three is right maybe the the people that haven't been looking for work are no longer counted as unemployed but they're also then not taking unemployment they're not taking those benefits so that's the way they don't get counted i believe could bring on an unemployment expert uh, but the un- unemployment rate is still ridiculously low. And if we're going to go just straight up and pick on homeless people that don't have a job, that are taking benefits and don't want to work, um, we always do that. It's always so easy. Let's pick on the super poor people that don't work, that are taking scraps to just get by, living in a hotel room for the winter, and then in tents at Huska Park in the summer or, not, or in the warmer months. Um we always do that. We always just go straight to look at the those those people taking, you know, the scraps, and we never look to the flip side of the uber rich um, also taking way more money than what poor people are taking, and uh, they don't need to do that at all. You know, what, whether we're talking about subsidies, I mean, you could you could just point right to Elon Musk and how much money that he takes in government subsidies to throw rockets into space i mean there's there's just the, i mean it's the the idea that we got to pick on poor people is always a little bit infuriating to me anyway that's all the time i have for today thanks for listening to me rant about nonsense and thanks to grace Schrope for calling in and giving us an update on the helicopter rides at rotary park starting thursday but get on go on the rotary rotary lights website and, and book those book those flights soon sooner than later because they're filling up she said i believe she said friday was booked already so friday night rotary lights already book a uh, couple on saturday thursday and sunday i think are open but uh and and weather shouldn't play a factor it's supposed to be super windy tomorrow but after that weather shouldn't be a factor anyway thanks everybody for listening